Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Making Madden podcast. I'm Tom Lischke, franchise producer, and with me is Andre Weingarten, franchise designer. We'll be going through different parts of Madden 22 over the coming weeks and talking about some of the decisions that go into making the game. But before we look into all of the features, Tom and I were reflecting on the franchise work we've been doing for the last year, which has been a new approach to delivering the mode. As a game, we made the decision to start speaking directly to franchise gamers. And since the launch of 21, our voice has really been Sean Grady, our executive producer. We thought it would be good to talk to Sean for a few minutes for this episode zero for a recap on where we are and a look at where we're going next. So let's get into it. Sean, welcome and thanks for being our first guest. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this. Should be fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yep. So first, let's talk a little bit about Franchise and Madden 21's launch. We've had a lot of hard discussions, I think it's safe to say, about Franchise in a really short period of time last year. And, uh, you know, I feel like we made some decisions and commitments that put us in a much stronger spot to deliver going forward. As EP, what were some of the things you felt were really important for us to, to tackle? You know, I think the biggest thing, hopefully, that we've made clear over the course of this last year in Madden 21 that we've been saying a lot and we'll repeat it here is that Madden is a live service. And, and that simply means that the game that you get on day one is not the, the game that you get for the entirety of the year. That game on day one is always going to be a big moment in time. It's going to be uh, a special, you know, kind of kicking off our, all of our NFL seasons, which we love. But as I think we've shown in a big way across the entire game and notably in franchise this past year, we're going to give you features throughout the, the calendar year. Some of them may be tied to NFL moments. Some of them just tied to things that, that you're, that you're uh, uh, asking for. I think the other thing is that we want our players to know that we are, in fact, listening. Even if we may not always be on you know, Twitter or whatever your platform is, Reddit, uh, completely uh, responding to every single question or piece of feedback, we are listening. We're certainly listening to those of you that give us good, constructive, positive feedback. We can tell that you you love your your the, the game, your favorite mode, and you give us things to think about. And last year, you know, one of the things that we had to think about was did our franchise audience get uh, enough of what they wanted at the start of the season? And I think clearly we came the answer the answer to that was no. And so we delivered some more features throughout the year. So I think those are the two things that come to mind is that we're a we're a live service and that we're listening and and reacting to some of our fan feedback. Yeah, there's a couple things to to talk about with those. I, I think the change in how we're delivering franchise, there are parts of the game that have been more live service and things delivered through the course of the year in the past. Ultimate Team being a good example where there's, you know, things for the gamers all year long. We really made that commitment that we want franchise to be that and feel like that. You know, one of the things we talked about is I really think it had to be a, a show don't tell now, we did share what our roadmap was, but then we didn't really talk about it much after we said what the roadmap is. We just put really made that commitment to getting the features out the door. And I think you'll be talking with Andre a little bit going forward about what we did deliver. But it was a real change, and we, we had to really rebuild the team to be able to do that on the franchise side, which you know I, I think has been a fun part of the journey for us. It was also fun. You mentioned our ability to, to listen to gamers and really standing up a, a group of people to make sure we had their voices being heard. Uh, we talked about the the design council, and I'm sure I, hopefully we'll get to talk about that in the future, but just having those folks that are the voice for the franchise gamer and really making sure they were part of the process all through the fall and what we're delivering for 22. So, Yeah, I mean, so we did present that roadmap. So do you want to uh, kind of recap some of the things that we presented in that roadmap, what we've accomplished in 21 and and where we're heading forward? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I'll say before we get into some of the details is that, uh, you know, at the start of the year, we've never 
uh, committed, I think, in this much detail what we were going to build for any given mode. I mean, we've, we've said we're a live service and there's maybe programs and ultimate team that you know are consistent and, and, and those are coming. But in terms of being this, I think, clear and emphatic on what we were going to try to build, this is probably the best we've done. And I'm really proud of what the team was able to deliver. So just looking back on those three title updates, a couple of the highlights that made it in. And even, even as Tom said, we brought in the design council from the community to help us with Madden 22's feature set. We did a version of that, kind of a rough version of that when we prioritized what we wanted to build in these title updates by going into the forums, going to some of the trusted voices that play the mode. So we ended up delivering things like X-Factor and Superstar uh, customization. So you could identify, you, you could kind of customize and control which players have it, how they have it. We added uh, career stats to our, our player cards. So you could track more of the history of the, the roster that you're building, which that's kind of what you want to do. You want to have this journey of a team that you're building and, and know that you've made maybe a rookie really succeed and turn into a, a superstar or an X Factor. Yeah, one of the things that, that we want franchise to be is uh, we want it to be your story. So having those player cards represent your version of those players, what they did for you and with you is, is an important piece of that storytelling. So it's not just the league, it's your version of the league. Yeah, as someone who's played for so long, I know one of the most satisfying things about that feature specifically is when you bring in someone who wasn't on your team and you can kind of see how their career played out over a long period of time. And then they transition to your team and you see either a jump or a change between their production in one place versus yours and being able to see it on a weekly basis, right? Seeing, man, that guy just went off versus a division rival. I mean, that's a big deal versus it being just, you know, a random game. This was his best game. So adding that additional context, really changes the way you can view your own players, even in retrospect, right? Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's what happens in the real world, right? You get a player that comes to your team that maybe was an okay player on another team, but then they they set the world on fire. And you want to do that in your, in your franchise in Madden as well. Uh, a couple of other things, a playoff bracket, <laughs> finally, in week 13. Now you can see like kind of how the playoffs are shaping out. I know the community is like, come on, just get it in there. We, we got that in there. <laughs> uh, continue to so yeah. to see that player retirement information. That was one that was kind of buried under the hood, like, oh, I didn't realize that player retired. Can you can you tell me that? You know, so now the ability to go and see who's leading the league—it's kind of interesting. I think in the real NFL, that kind of happens to me sometimes. I'm like, oh, Edelman retired this year. Okay, I, I, luckily I caught that that headline because it was only out there for a week or two, and we want to expose yeah. that more in, in franchise as well. What other couple of like franchise league history in general? Just more stats about what's been happening in your league. And one thing I know that you guys were really committed to, and, and I'm glad we focus on, is trying to deliver things that didn't require players to reset or restart their franchise. So I, I think all of these actually went in without a re, without a restart required. And so that that does limit some of what we could deliver in the continuous dev cycle, but also at the same time, it allowed you just to pick it up into your mode and continue forward. Yeah, I think, I think when we were deciding what we would do, definitely a voice we heard from the community is, don't make me reset the league. Like the frustration over that, like I put in all this time and effort. So we tried to respect the time wherever we can. If we're delivering the features, like you said, it, it meant there was some stuff we chose not to deliver just because we thought it was not a net positive if you had to restart your league to pick it up. And that's the kind of stuff you'd see more at the start of a year. Yeah. And I mean, it obviously shifted our time frame on delivering things slightly. We couldn't just drop it every individual week because of just technical reasons that made it. We were extra cautious to make sure that we didn't force you to restart. And and some things, you know, you had to start a new season, but you didn't have to restart your franchise. So I think just in general, we, we really took that layer of precaution to make sure that your experience up to that point would not be compromised 
by something to improve your experience. It did mean that the first release was a a little later than we wanted just because we had to make sure we were in position on all that stuff uh, technically. And again, it did limit maybe the size of the things we tried to take on during the fall just because the bigger the thing, the, the more likely it is that you'd need a complete franchise restart. We're thinking about that going forward in 22 as we look at the post-launch for 22. There will be some bigger things, but we're looking at them yeah. more from that point of view. We need to build in a way that we we don't reset the league. So, But we're, we're, we're wrapping our head around how to do that a little more efficiently, I think, going forward. As someone who is who plays a lot, I really was really satisfied with this feature set for the 21 continuous dev because it kind of hit all the different points, right? It, it created more engagement for for the league with your history. Everything that you've done is kind of represented between the league history, between the career stats. It impacted your experience if you were a solo offline player and it impacted your experience if you were a multi-user league, right? I think the play cooldown limits is one of my favorite features that we added this year because when it first went to house rules in Madden 20, I was like, this is, this is unbelievable. We need this in franchise. And to get it there... I know in, in my league, in my 32-person league that I'm in, we've used it since it came out. And it is one of the best additions that we've had to the gameplay experience in quite a while, from my personal perspective. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. It's enforced sim a little bit. And that's one of the things we talk about. Like, how do we make the game feel more sim? And it's kind of enforcing sim a little bit, which is, it's okay. Like, let the leagues do what they want to do. Yeah, I, I, just the last thing I would mention from the roadmap that's related to that is the, the commissioner tools uh, like those house rules that we added in, some ability to undo free agency signings, turn off some individual player game, gameplay settings for, for players. Like if you want the, like the heat seeker kind of turned on or off per individual player in your 32-man league, that type of stuff. But the house rules that you mentioned, I loved. I, I think that's super cool. The, the thing that I'm thinking now is we've got a lot of really cool abilities to tune your franchise. I think our really committed franchise players know that they're there, but I would challenge ourselves. I'm just saying this out loud to, to surface some of those in the upfront of the creation of our franchise so that players know that they can turn these on and use these because they're fun. The, the, the house rules, like you said, are, are, are really fun. If, if you know you're, if you, if you know that they're there. Absolutely. Yeah. One of, one of the things with the approach we're taking to franchise going forward, we're kind of rebaselining some different things and rebasing in core loop. And we'll go through that as you know, in the coming weeks, but Part of the rebaselining is looking at all the things that franchise can do and trying to make them accessible at the right time, be it at setup or, uh, you know, great commissioner tools. Um, That's going to be an ongoing task for us to make sure that stuff gets more to the forefront and gets in more people's hands. There's a lot of stuff that's kind of buried is what I'd say. So we want to we want to bring it forward and make it easy to use. 100%. Do you want to kind of go into what we're looking at for 22? now just to take that next step forward now that we've kind of revisited what happened in 21 and and everything that we delivered yeah i think i think we can do that i think you know we put out the list of things that we're looking at for 22 even way back at the beginning of the roadmap and maybe you know we can look at that list right now and say how's that going are we doing all those things or what decisions did we go through there so i've got the list here i can run through it and i'll just go through them and then you guys can talk about what we're doing or not doing so coaching and staff management was the first one there. And I'll just dump it and say that one, uh, we, we were going at hard. And actually, if you check back later today, or there's going to be another <clears throat> segment that we're going to do, the real episode one, where we're going to that pretty deeply with Connor Dugan, the creative director for franchise. Scouting improvements. What do we say about that? 
there's some things that we're, we're definitely improving the system a little bit. But I don't know. Do you want to hint, or maybe we come got to come back a little bit later in the year for some of that? So, yeah, you won't have to wait too long, but we can't say too much right now. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned on that one. Scenario engine improvements. Scenario engine, I think it's a funny term. It's a little bit uh, inside baseball. It's like how we talk about it as on the dev team is like, hey, we're doing more scenarios for the gamer. What does that mean? It means how do you experience the things that aren't part of the core feature set of franchise? What are the Something happened this week, and we want you to think about it. Um, so kind of I, I'm a dynamic more, season, right? Yeah. It, it, what what gives the season its unique flavor? We'll be talking about that in the upcoming weeks for sure. So there's there's a lot there. You know, one that's on this list that we talked about it, and we said, well, let's hold up is the chemistry system. It's definitely part of the future, and I think we see other sports games do it. But we decided that one's probably a bit more of a roadmap feature for us, not too far down the road, but we wanted to get some of the the core systems rebaselined first because that's that's a system that really once the, the core systems are humming and in a great spot adds that additional flavor i think yeah if, if we added chemistry without kind of revamping what we had already it wouldn't feel as impactful we need to really set the the foundation to make that system pop so we we decided to push it off for now but it's still very much in our mind's eye moving forward. Yeah, we did spend a lot of time talking about it and even had some designs written up that we then decided other things were, we wanted to invest more deeply in a few other things for 22 launch. So we did those justice and didn't do partial versions of each of them. So another one that's on the list is uh, commissioner tools. We just kind of talked about it a little bit. I think it, it is really important, but I think we're we're just scratching the surface of what we can do there. But you know, one of the things, Andre, I know when you're doing your features, one of the things I appreciate is you keep in mind, well, what should we make available for the commissioners to tune around this? And, you know, we'll probably talk about it a little bit on franchise staff later today. It's how powerful does any given commissioner or player want a feature to be inside their franchise experience that manifests itself in the commissioner tools to some Absolutely. degree, right? Yeah, there's just so many different ways to play franchise, which is, I think, the beauty of the mode that maybe there's this one piece of the feature that I love and someone doesn't, right? Maybe just doesn't mesh with their view of what their world should be. So giving them the flexibility to modify that, I think, is really important. Yeah, franchise is, is big. It's a lot of things to a lot of people. So giving giving gamers the ability to define what's fun to them. And turn the dials up on that and maybe turn the dials on down on some other things that they care a little bit less about. So I'll just throw out there one other thing we had talked about in our continuous dev roadmap was presentation updates for Super Bowl that obviously didn't make it in. But it is something we're, we're looking at for uh, Madden 22 and really just presentation in general. I, I think it actually got a pretty big lift in Gen 5 last year and we've continued to go down a similar path but notably super bowl is getting a nice lift in presentation as well which we know you guys were asking for we saw some of the videos that came out last year so we're on top of that (laughs) i also just want to thought like my my go-to in this list for madden 22 that i'm really excited about as i've been playing it through development is the coaching and staff management I, i think it adds another level of strategy that a lot of our audience that plays this mode is really going to appreciate it gives you, I think, another style that you can lean into of who you want to be in terms of how you build your coaching staff and your player personnel. I'm a big Buccaneers fan, and I think the reason why we landed Tom Brady was because of our coaching staff and our general management staff. I mean, we had a roster, too. Obviously, Brady wanted to play with that roster, but I think you can translate what they did as a coaching and a staffing 
into landing that free agency. And some of that now is kind of playable through this coaching and staff management system that you guys have built in franchise. So I'm excited about bringing that to life. Yeah, that's a big one. That is a big part of that rebase lending. Like that's, it's a thing that was, that came out in us talking to the gamers about what they wanted to see. And, you know, if we were being honest where franchise was and where they wanted it to be, the ability to really have input into your staff and how that translates into the power and uniqueness of the franchise that's what we took to heart and really tried to build on top of and deliver this year. So I'm excited to talk about that one. Yeah. Starting with you, the character, right? You know, coach mode is such, such a common way to play the most common way to play franchise that giving you as yourself, the opportunity to really shape what you become and what your staff becomes. I mean, it, it seems like it's just a no brainer to start there. So that's why we did. Well, you know what? Let, let's go. With, I'll, I'll share this. It's actually not the most common way to play, believe it or not. Uh, which is interesting. It has the most longevity. So the players that play it, play it longer. So they're they're really engaged with the product. That's important. That's what we love. There's a lot of depth there, as you said, and a lot of different ways to play as a coach. But currently, the most popular way to play in terms of just coming through the front door to check it out is actually playing as a player, which is interesting. So are you including uh, Face of the Franchise in play as a player? I am. I am including okay. Face of the Franchise. So I'm including both Face <laughs> of the Franchise and the player. And I know some of our franchise fans right now is like, that's not yeah. franchise mode. That doesn't Controversial. Yeah. Controversial, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a career mode around either a coach or a player. Yeah. And obviously you can play two versions of that as a player. But, you know, it's a th- another thing that we look at is we're making decisions. Our, mo- our game is a big game with a lot of modes. Franchise is a big mode with a lot of different ways to play. And so when we're thinking about how to build the right feature set for our players, we do look at, okay, well, how do our players play? How many players are, are, are there? So I'm not saying at all that coach mode isn't super important. It's, it, it, yeah. it is, but we actually have a lot of players that play just as a player too. They want that fantasy of, of just living the dream as, a, as an NFL player, both inside of core franchise and face of the franchise. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that when we look at what features we build, the golden path for the features is features that apply to coach mode, player mode, owner mode, et cetera, for now. And, and it, it does ask some questions about, how sh- should we think about all franchises a little differently going forward? And I won't pull at that particular thread in the sweater or I'll come up with the whole sweater in my hands, but uh, <laughs> different, definitely discussions there for another day. So, so that's the roadmap. I mean, there's one other thing I wanted to call out. We talked about uh, relocation branding assets were on the list. Uh, it's definitely on a roadmap. Again, when we go back to what's the thing we want to do first, we went into really looking at rebaselining the staff and rebaselining weekly strategy, which we'll talk about too. Right. There are a few things that are considered additive in general that enhance the experience, but might not be part of the core experience. And yeah. relocation is one of them. Like we, we really want it to be good and to be prominent. But at the same time, we just we have things that we have to prioritize first to make sure that every single time you load up franchise, X, Y and Z is accounted for and and is in the shape that we are proud of. Yeah, it's the, the branding and relocation is super exciting. We, we hear gamers, they want that. We want it to, we can look at other sports games that are doing that really well as examples that we should be striving for and, and will be in the future. I definitely feel confident in that. So we should probably uh, move on to, to, the, to the last subject. And Sean, just wanted to give you a chance to talk about, from your perspective, what's next for franchise? Where do you see it going? Beyond Madden 22. Yeah, 22 and beyond. I mean, are you happy with the changes we've made? Do you, you know, you talk about live service and, and that commitment. I, I do think, you know, we talked about it a little earlier. It is a, it's a change in how we're kind of doing business around franchise. Yeah. And we, we kind of had that moment and had a lot of serious talks around launch last year. So 
Maybe it's well, just, do you have any closing thoughts? Or Yeah, I mean, my, my, my mindset is that we want to build a mode that satisfies a lot of varied franchise players. I mean, we kind of just went into it now that I, I actually see franchise players as a coach, GM, owner, but also as an NFL player. They're, 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 they're living out a franchise experience as a player. And, you know, we look at even within the kind of more traditional coach, GM type of player, owner, owner, player, and say, okay, well, based on how they play the game, are we building the right feature sets for them? I think that's a little bit different lens than maybe we've looked at in the past. We've, we've just built a feature set for franchise or, or whatever mode. And what I see for the future is like, let's start building more bespoke features based on what, the way players play and then maybe give them some tools in, in, in the upfront part of the setting up of their franchise experience or maybe guiding them through those tools, like asking them questions or uh, immersing them in a conversation with the owner that, that establishes some settings that then makes the mode play the way that they already naturally play. So you don't even know that we've actually done that for you. Like the mode's been set up to play the way that you actually want to play and, and you might be seeing things and again, I'm just projecting, you know, a year or two out. We're not doing yeah. this right now. Just what you asked me long, long term. I, that's what I see is we start to build the mode and organize it in a way that basically plays the way you want to play, even though you may not even know it. And so now it's more immersive for me. And the stuff that maybe I don't care about, I don't see. And the stuff that I really do care about gets surfaced in a way that's more compelling and interesting long term. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's part of that philosophy discussion we've been having, which is, which is if you look at franchise, what it's been and what was best in class, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, it's, it's got it. And this doesn't, it doesn't mean it's less important, but it's got to be authentic. So build all the authentic things, get them in there and let them just kind of coexist next to each other. And then the experience kind of emerges from how they interact with each other. What we're doing right now is a little bit more, let's look at the gamers, how they want to play it and make sure that the authenticity supports what they want to be doing. And the things that they consider fun and valuable, we bring to them. And the things that they show us through their their play styles are less important. And there's a ton of different ways that we can kind of measure that or make our guesses. But we, we won't kind of burden them with, like, if you don't want to set hot dog prices, don't set hot dog prices. We're not going to make you lose power. One of the things that we'll get into in weekly strategy is that we heard when talking to gamers is not everybody wants to go practice all the time between games, even though that's an authentic thing to do. So we basically said, you don't have to practice this. You don't lose anything. If you don't go do the practice this year, if you just wanted to chain games together, that doesn't mean we won't let you go practice. It's just we're not tying power to that choice. So yep. and we'll we're, that, we're so. adding user choice to the authenticity, you know, because yeah. we, we have a long list of things that we want to add from an authenticity perspective. We put that together and that that that's kind of helped driven us forward as well for our Mount 22 feature set and, and beyond in our planning. But at the same time, realism is as fun as you want it to be, right? Like that, yeah. you know, dealing with maybe like a, a contract system, a lot of people don't want to deal with that, but there are a lot of people who do. So making sure that a system is built for both or all the subsets of people who are going to be playing our game and giving them that choice and flexibility has been, I think, the biggest philosophy shift and most important part of what we've been establishing over the past year and a half or so. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see how people react to those choices. Thank you. So I, I just want to say that I, I think that's one of the hardest challenges of uh, of game development is making sure that you build enough of the features for the wide spectrum of players. And I just want to acknowledge that here. We, we were actually having a bit of a conversation before the call about some of the gameplay in Gen 5 and how do I feel about it. And, and sometimes I have to separate myself as a Madden player 
from the broader Madden audience and how I think the broader Madden audience wants to play. And that's true in franchising. There's a lot of different ways to play franchises we've kind of hit today. And so we're trying to be thoughtful to build a feature set that maps to a wide range of features. And in some cases, really lean into some features that actually only map to a very specific type of of, of franchise players. But I think that's the direction of where we can go is, is being more thoughtful in that space. Yeah, I think we've taken the first step, but again, we'll know on launch day, did we achieve it or not? And is that direction the right thing? I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, we've had a lot of fun and a lot of great conversations about it. So going forward, I think I'm excited to see what we deliver. Is there anything else you want to you wanna say before we wrap up, Sean? I appreciate you jumping on the call with us today. Enjoyed the conversation. Uh, there's more to come. I think this is uh, going to be a great forum to share what we're doing, what we're thinking, and you know, reacting to feedback as the, as the season unfolds. So thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Yep. Our pleasure. So uh, thanks for joining us and thanks to everybody for tuning in. Look out for the actual episode one uh, where Andre and I are going to talk with creative director Connor Dugan about one of the beefy new franchise features, franchise staff. Join us next time for more Making Madden.